0: podcast. Today is January 12, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Great to be back with you today. Today will be Wednesday's show. We're going to recap Tuesday's six-game slate. Not a huge slate, but it's always some big news for rookies, especially this time of the year. Things are slowly but surely getting back to normal as far as we don't have so many G League players in the NBA right now. So, a lot of rookies are settling back into the G League. And, you know, you're going to see less and less rookies shining in the NBA. But the ones that are, are going to be playing very well for the most part. You know, it's not going to be too many, like five or six rookies getting five or 10 minutes. You know, you're going to see the big time names from now on as long as things continue to go as they have been. So, but with that being said, I do have some news on three G League slash rookie performers. So, so they played last night, and Derek Walton Jr., and his G League performance, he plays with Detroit, Motor City, had 23 points, 10 assists, and four rebounds. And, I mean, he played excellent with the actual Pistons, and he's playing even better for the Motor City Pistons. I think he deserves another shot in the NBA. Pistons have a ton of point guards right now, so it's going to be tough with the Pistons, but who knows if he'll catch on somewhere else, but Derek Watson has been very good, very good. Everywhere he's gotten minutes, he's been very good. Also, Jamarco Pickett, he's also with Detroit Motor City squad and had 23 points and five rebounds. Of course, that's incredible. And last but not least, in the G League, one of our top performers, the top performer, is Miles McBride. For the Knicks. He was previously starting to get a lot of minutes for the Knicks, especially when Kimball started to sit out um, due to the coaching decision and health. Um, but then Miles McBride got COVID and then he was out for a while. And then when he came back, he was very rusty and did not perform well at all, even though he got a couple opportunities to start. Uh, he was pulled from the game early, didn't really get to pick up where he left off before he got COVID. But now he was sent to the G League, which is probably what he needed, and scored 39 points and helped the well, they the Westchester Knicks to victory. So Miles McBride definitely needed this game. We'll see if he'll be down here for just this one game and then called right back up or down for a couple more to get his feet under him to where when they call him up, he will take the job and not give it back. We will see, but I thought that was newsworthy because it was a big highlight. Miles McBride, thirty-nine points. I was like, "Whoa, uh, he did that for the Knicks." No, it was for the G League, but it's still great. Still great news. It's all good. Uh-huh. Now, to let's get straight to it, like it's nothing to it. For the six-game slate, the Chicago Bulls completely obliterated the Detroit Pistons on Tuesday, one hundred and thirty-three to eighty-seven. That's right, one hundred and thirty-three. 87. That's almost a 50-point loss right there. That's crazy. And, you know, we just talked about this Detroit team being a good team. Uh, I think it was Utah the other day. So that's why that was such a surprise. But, I mean, Detroit couldn't have played worse in this game. (laughs) Uh, Kate Cunningham, of course, who we're here for. Shot 3-4-11. Of course, that's not great. Finished with 8 points, 7 rebounds, and 3 assists. And six turnovers. That's not good. So it was a struggle for the whole team. Um, no one really played well except Josh Jackson. And, you know, you you can say Sadiq Bay, but not really. So um, uh, that's just, just a, one you want to throw away, honestly. I mean, Cable bounced back. He just had a dominant performance the game before. And this game was just the whole team did not play well. Luka Garza did get in for 10 minutes and finished with six points and two rebounds and two blocks. Those two blocks are really good, but like I said, throw this game in the trash. For the Bulls, of course, uh, well, they have A.O. Desunmo who played 27 minutes, probably got a little bump in minutes because of the blowout. He probably should have got more than that, but he finished with 10 points, one rebound and one block. Decent. Uh, Marco Simanovic, He's an older rookie, played six minutes, had three rebounds and one block. And that is it for the Bulls. For the next game, we had the New Orleans Pelicans defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves in a, oh, not overtime, but in a thriller. Brandon Ingram hit the shot at the buzzer to win the game. So that was fun. But as we know for the Timberwolves, they are not so fun when it comes to rookies. Because right now, they do not have any. They have Landry Balmaro, but apparently he's in the G League. I have not heard a word from him. But if he is, that's where he needs to be. So, uh, because he was struggling. (laughs) But for the Pelicans, of course, we have Herb Jones, who started once again. He's a fixture in the starting lineup, even though he was a second-round pick. Played 25 minutes, ended up with 14 points and one assist. Uh, You want to see other categories. Boosted up, but you know, like I said, for a second round pick, you can't really be greedy. He's been playing very well all season, and you have to commend him on that. He's playing over Najee Marshall, who's a DMP, over Trey Murphy, who's a DMP. Um, it's just I mean he's starting' over to kill Alexander Walker. No one before the season started would have ever guessed this would happen with herb Jones. He would have been a fourth player at best, out of those four, and if he even made the team. So for him to be starting and putting up 14 points, you can't really be nitpicky about anything else because it's incredible that he has, you know, overtaken that role from so many veterans and higher drafted prospects, higher thought-of prospects. They also have Jose Alvarado, played 12 minutes, ended up with three points, one rebound, three assists, and one steal. He's a backup point guard, nothing really too fancy. Um, I honestly don't think he's irreplaceable. Uh, I'll just say that. Uh, uh, And, of course, Trey Murphy was a DNP. Once again, like I said, super unfortunate, but it is what it is. I mean, honestly, Trey Murphy has been one of the most talented rookies to come out of this draft class since he's been drafted. But the Pelicans have not really given him an opportunity at all to show anything in the real game. He's shown it in the summer league, shown it in the preseason, shown it in the G League. Pelicans will just not play him for some reason. Uh, I remember they did that with, I believe, uh, I can't remember right now. Someone said that on the all the Smoke podcast. As a rookie, they should have been playing. The coach just had it out for him, and he was not playing them. But when he did play, he played great. But it was only because the coach had to play him. So I don't know if Trey Murphy is in that type of situation, but it seems like it to me because he should be getting more minutes than he is, especially in that DMP. But anyway, next game, the Memphis Grizzlies defeated the Golden State Warriors. The Memphis Grizzlies are on a tear lately. I think that's nine or ten wins in a row. But let's start with the Warriors. Moses Moody, who I told you had back-to-back 30-plus performances in the G League, got the call up. and But he only played for seven minutes, but he did get the call up and got in the game scored two points, one rebound, one assist in those seven minutes. Uh, seven minutes is not that much time at all, so you really can't nitpick that too much. Jonathan Kaminga is not on the box score, so he's either in the G League or just out right now but he would be the only other rookie of note when Derry Rethyspoon also got the call-up, but he was a DMP. Now, for Minnesota, I mean, for the Memphis Grizzlies, pardon me, Santi Aldama was a DMP, but probably one of the biggest news and notes of the night, Zaire Williams played 30 minutes, 50% from the field, and that was 17 points, one rebound, two assists. Great, great, great performance by Zaire Williams. The Memphis fans are loving it. They're not regretting the draft pick. After all, you're seeing players say, uh, you're seeing people say, hey, I remember when y'all were mad about that draft pick. I remember people calling him a bust. The Memphis Grizzlies have the, the fans have their chest bumped up a little bit. Now they're saying, hey, he kind of looks like Brandon Ingram a little bit out there. I mean, he's going to be really good. This is what I said. Pre-draft, and this is why in my final mock draft I had Zaire projected to go ninth. I felt the Sacramento Kings should have drafted him. They went with Davion Mitchell, and Zaire ended up going to Memphis. And in Memphis, they have a lot of talent, and I figured it would be a struggle for him to get minutes. But if he did get the minutes, him and John Morant could have something special. And they showed that a little bit tonight. With the way they were interacting and playing with um, each other in the game, feeding off each other, there was an alley oop between the two. So uh, Zaire Williams, a lot of people were thinking he should have been nowhere near the tenth pick in the draft. I felt like I said, had him projected ninth. In my comparison, I felt he could, he could be Brandon uh, Brandon Ingram type. I felt that's why they drafted him because those players don't come along every day, and so. Things are working out. Things are working out. Um, The future is bright in Memphis, and they're very young, talented, athletic, and I mean, not to mention Desmond Bain, Jerry Jackson Jr., and you know, they're just talented all over. Santi Aldama is a player as well, who they drafted in the first round, who's a DMP. So they have a lot good going on in Memphis. Look out. Now, for the next game, we have the Phoenix Suns defeated Toronto Raptors. The Suns Let's see. They did not play Ish Wright. He is not on the box score, so he's back in the G League. Unfortunately, um, before he got sent back, he at least did get a nice breakaway dunk a couple games ago. It was a highlight dunk. It was really nice. So uh, for now, they're back to having no rookies uh, like they were in the beginning of the season. For the Raptors, Scotty Barnes was out in this game with a slight injury. Um, he should be okay, but I mean, he didn't play because he was uh, sore from that injury, so it, it always sucks when Scotty's out. He's one of the most exciting, entertaining rookies we have, but that allows other players to step up in his absence, and for instance, Delano Bontine normally would get more minutes, but he was a DMP, but Justin Champagne did get 10 minutes, but only 10 minutes. So he was only able to produce two points, five rebounds, and one steal. It's actually not bad production in 10 minutes, but no, there's no one of one replacement for Scotty Barnes. It's more of a team effort. And, you know, because they started Kim Birch in this spot, but Kim Burch had six points. So how do you replace Scotty Barnes? Get well soon, buddy. Next game, the Washington Wizards defeated the Oklahoma City Thunder 122 to 118. For the Thunder, of course, they have the four incredible rookies, Jeremiah Robinson-Earl being one who started and had seven points, three rebounds, two assists. and Wiggins had two points, six rebounds, and one steal, and that was in a starting effort, so that's disappointing. You know, we've seen him score 20 points, and now he started again, and he scores two points, so he's got to get that consistency worked out. He went one or six from the field. Open four from three. I don't know if he lost his confidence or not, but consistency is key. If you want to especially start in this, um stay in the starting lineup because Darius Basley was the consistent starter. And you know, he had 14 points and nine rebounds. So hopefully Wiggins can hold on to the starting role, but he's gonna have to do better than this from now on, or that will go back to Baisley. Now the player of the night, the rookie of the night, Josh Giddy played 36 minutes. Ended up with 18 points, six rebounds, eight assists, two steals. Incredible performance all around. Uh, He'll go percentage was over 50 Uh, percent. Three-pointers, only two for six, but that's nitpicking with Josh Giddey. It's an excellent game. And like I said, I told you, he puts up Jason Kidd type numbers. Uh, And uh, to be a rookie, it's insane. Uh, Where he could go, he continues to develop and learn the game and get that shot even better, like, look out. They, you know, a lot of people were saying the Thunder was drafting Josh Giddey because they think he can be LaMelo Ball. I mean, who's to say they're that wrong about that at this point? Josh Giddey has been very impressed. He doesn't have the, you know, three-point shot. But the passing, the running the team, the rebounds and assists, he's, he's getting there. He's getting there. Um uh, stat line is normally like Jason Kidd, but he's getting there. Um, they also have Trey Mann, who played 23 minutes, ended up with 11 points and two rebounds. Trey Mann has been playing nice with the team. He and Aaron Wiggins have a great rapport. Uh, but you wish uh, Trey Mann was on a different team because he is the backup point guard. And, you know, Shea could be a point guard. They also bring in Ty Jerome, who's a point guard. They also have Teo Maladon as a point guard, so I mean it's, it's a lot of players that was in his position. So he's never gonna really get to be the guy on this team, but he's very talented. That's Trey Man that I'm talking about. So 11 points, though, still good off the bench for the Washington Wizards. Corey Kispert got the start in this one because Bradley Beal is out with COVID protocols, and I heard that's the second time he's out with COVID protocols, so that's not good. But Corey Kispert. Slightly took advantage of his opportunity, he finished with 12 points, five rebounds, and three assists, and one block. He also tried to dunk all over the Oklahoma City Thunder, and that was denied very quickly. <laughs> all he could do was laugh about it. So that's all we can do as well. <laughs> uh, and in this game, it was reported that um, K- Contavious Caldwell Pope and Montreal Harold got into an altercation at halftime. And they're on the same team, mind you. And they both were on the Lakers last year, mind you. Last year, mind you. So they should be buddies. They know each other well. They're not, you know, two players from different teams coming in, not meshing. They were both on the Lakers last year. so And they're both veterans. So they got to do better than that. They got to talk it out. But that news will be breaking uh, today on other... Platform, so make sure you listen to see what happened, who got punched, who didn't. They say it was the an altercation and had to be broken up. I'm sure we'll hear more soon, but that is crazy. But yes, Corey Kisper got to start. It wasn't in- terribly impressive, but it wasn't bad. So <laughs> that's all I could say, really. For the last and final game, the Clippers defeated the Nuggets 87 to 85. Unfortunately for the Nuggets, Bones Highland is their only rookie. And he only played eight minutes. In those eight minutes, he went over for 5 from the field. That's not good. Finished with zero points, three rebounds, and one assist. So he definitely played a game he would want to never remember. In this one, we know he's better than that. So he will bounce back. For the Clippers, the only rookie they played was Brandon Boston Jr. That's right, not Keon Johnson, their first round pick that they traded up for. He's not even on the stat sheet. Uh, Xavier Moon did not play as well. But Brandon Boston, who's shown signs of greatness throughout the season, sporadically, got 20 minutes in this game, finished with eight points and three rebounds. And he was playing crunch time minutes, too. So that's important. So this team loves Brandon Boston Jr. I would love to see him starting uh, eventually. Nick Batum had a bad game, so. You know, but there has been talk about Kawhi Leonard coming back. So, who knows? If this was a lost season, I think Brandon Boston and Keon Johnson would be getting a lot more minutes. But it appears they're going to probably stay at this pace they're at now as far as talent. Now, for the rookies of the night, I'm going to go with Josh Giddy, who stole the show at 18 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, and 2 steals. Can't get much better than the line the net. Zion Williams had 17 points. Aaron Jones had 14 points. Corey Kispert had 12 points and 5 rebounds. Trey Mann had 11 points. Ayo Desumu, 10 points. Kay Cunningham with 8 points, 7 rebounds, and 3 assists. And last but not least, Brandon Boston with his 8 points and 3 rebounds. So that will conclude our show. Thank you all so much for listening to the all Weekend Podcast. We'll be back with you tomorrow to recap some more rookie news. Let's hope someone has a career high, um, like Miles McBride, but in the actual NBA this time. Thank you all for listening. I'm out of here. Peace.